Okay, so we are doing now Monday's portion of the Torah portion of this week, Korach. Korach is a very uh, intense portion in that we have here a major revolution. The only time we see a direct rebellion in essence against God because it's against those that God appointed, Moshe and Aaron. And here, even after we have this enormous impudence, like in your face, led by Korah and his chief henchmen, Dustin of Iran, own the son of Pelot, and his 250 followers, and of course many other people, and they have this whole like agreement tomorrow, we will see who God is really choosing, which of course, is, as Rashi explained to us on Sunday, that Korah had some fantasy that this is going to be him. But still, Moshe, Moses, is like trying to do whatever he can to, to, to turn people away from this fatal act. So he appeals to Dustin and Aviram, who are part of this you know, like inner circle of Korah, and in, to, to try to reconcile the situation, to try to calm them down, to try to keep them away from this horrific act of, of, of defiance of God. And they like were no, and they instead very impudently, very arrogantly were answering back. And actually, the beginning of the answering back was the end of yesterday, Sunday's portion, and now continues today. So these are the opening words of Monday's portion. This is a continuation of Dustin and Aviron's retorting to Moshe and his overtures to them. We're on verse 14, chapter 16. Moreover, you did not bring us to a land flowing with milk and honey, nor did you give us a heritage of field and vineyard. Even if you would pull out the eyes of those men, we shall not go up. Meaning we're not going to go to you. You're calling us like you want to come and talk. No way. We're not going to you. Like, who are you? So it's the way the phrase is written, the second phrase in this verse, it says it in the positive, and you gave us a, a heritage of a field and a vineyard. So Rashi explains that the negative in the beginning of this verse, you did not, refers not only to the first phrase, you did not bring us to a land flowing with milk and honey, it also refers to the next phrase, you did not give us a heritage of a field and a vineyard. You didn't give us anything. You said to us, I'm thinking out of the afflictions of Egypt up to this great land, and we took it out of Egypt, but you, what did you bring us to? You brought us to a, a, a desert. And you told us we're going to die in the desert, which, of course, would happen based on the previous Torah portion with the sin of the spies. So truly God wanted them at this point to be in Israel, but the Jews messed up, and that's so why they were stuck in the desert for another 38-some years. But now Dustin and Abraham are twisting this as, like, it's all Moshe's fault. And, you know, you said we were going to Israel, but we're stuck in a desert. Even if you put the eyes of those men, meaning if you send someone to put out our eyes, we're not going up. So I say those men, because if you're talking, you don't want to say something bad about yourself. Um, so it's as if talking about someone else, but of course really meaning, even if you do this to us, and we're not listening to you. This distressed Moshe greatly, and he said to God, do not turn to their gift offering. I have not taken a donkey of any one of them, nor have I wronged even one of them. So the literal words in Hebrew is, is anger, but Rashi explains it means he was in tremendous pain. 
of what happened. Then he said to God, don't turn to their gift offering, which on the simple level means tomorrow we have this whole uh, test that everyone is going to offer the incense offering, the 250 representative of Korah team versus Aaron, and we'll see who God accepts. So Moshe is saying, you know, God, don't accept their incense offering. But that incense will obviously, what would Moshe be saying that? I mean, obviously God's not accepting their incense offering. I mean, God, Moshe wasn't worried about that. Moshe set up this test. Obviously, he knows God's only going to turn to Aaron, the high priest. On another level, what was Moshe asking beyond the, the obvious? That tomorrow, we offer in the morning and the afternoon an offering of the entire community of all three million Jews. Every Jew has a portion in it. Their part, that those crumbs that are theirs, don't let the fires of the altar consume it. Leave it over. Don't eat their, their gift offering to you. And then Moshe was saying, look, look, they're, they're attacking me as if I'm, you know, as if I'm a, a, a politician of today, you know, taking from the public. I didn't take anything even when it was legitimized. Even when I went from Midian to Egypt and I had my wife and sons riding on a donkey, I could have told them they, they owe me for that. They should pay me for it, right? I was only coming to, to, to Egypt for them to take them out, but I didn't. I, I, I gave my own donkey. What are they thinking? What am, I, what am I doing that I'm taking from their pockets? Nothing. Now, continuing. So that was the end of Moshe's attempt to reconcile with Dasar Avira. Now he's going to Korah, to the, to the ringleader. Moshe says to Korah, you and your entire assembly, be before God. You and they, they, as Rashi explains, means the assembly, and our own, tomorrow. Let each man take his firepan, and you shall place incense on them, and you shall bring near before God each man his firepan, 250 firepans, and you and Aaron, each man with his firepan. So each of the 250 people, every single one of them is acting as if he's a high priest, because this is a service of the high priest offering the incense, the Torah, so it's one of the holiest services. And this is what Korah had come to. In other words, as, as Rashi explained on Sunday's portion, Korah really... It's, it's such a, such a it's, it seems so, well, exactly like what we find nowadays, these stories. Karach really was upset because he wasn't appointed to be the leader of his tribe. But how he couldn't make a public case about that, who would care? So therefore, he had to say that he's doing this for the Jewish people and he wants down with all leaders. Let's knock down Moshe, let's knock down Aaron. And then, of course, anarchy isn't going to last forever. Some leader's going to emerge and then Karach is going to grab that position. And now Karach is saying, we, we want every man to be equal. Why should Aaron be the high priest? We all could be high priests. So let, let me make sure to be high priest. Which actually, is, as, as Rashi said on Sunday, Moshe said, I'd love that too. I'd also love to be the high priest. Of course, every Jew would want to be a high priest before God. And it's good that we want that. That's a good wanting. But in the official capacity, there's exactly one, because that's what God wants. So each man took his fire pan and they put fire on them and they placed incense on them and they stood at the entrance of the tent of meeting with, with Moses and Aaron. Korach gathered the entire assembly against them. At the entrance of the tent of meeting and the glory of God appeared to the entire assembly. So it says, Korach gathered the entire assembly against them. So how did this happen? 
We know he had people from the tribe of Reuven because they lived near him, so he influenced them. But how did he suddenly get all the Jewish people? Because at that night, Korah went from person to person, from tribe to tribe, talking and talking and talking, getting a politician here. What, you think I'm doing this for myself? I care about you. All right. That Moshe is the king. His brother's the priest. So he's speaking, 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 speaking. And everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So he riled up so many people against Moshe and Aaron. And now when we have all the Jews like this, all in this, suddenly the glory of God appears. As Rashi says, it came in a pillar of cloud. And we find actually four places in the Torah where God appears to the people after they complain. The glory of God appears. And it's coming in this form of a cloud, which is actually an indication of God's anger.